she texted her and said, it's marijuana leaves. And my kid didn't even know how to pronounce marijuana. Sure. Like, obviously, she has no clue. But I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't know what marijuana is, but she's walking around with Dr. Dre's chronic <laughs> album. Uh... <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Petrano, here's Eric Bilstad. And a good Monday morning to you. Vince is back tomorrow, just taking a day. He has some things going on with his children today, so he'll be back tomorrow as normal. Eric here along with Michelle Richards. Hi, Michelle. Hello. Debbie Lazga, Adam Roberts, and Greg Pancake Hill all here in the studio. Meanwhile, Brandon Snyder will check in with him shortly. Brandon Snide is reporting from the field, American Family Field, where, of course, brewers kick off their stuff tomorrow. So cool to be there with no one else, right? Yeah. Like, just on the field, hanging out in the dugout. Just empty and quiet. It's beautiful. So different from what you've seen this past weekend. Anyway, so yeah, stuff starts up tomorrow, so we'll get into that with him here in just a couple of minutes. Michelle Richards joins us now, and Michelle, great to have you. I hear your kid is a pot smoker now, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll have to get into this later on. So what do you do when this happens? Like when your kid has no idea that some possession they have, something they bought, something they own actually has like a, a drug reference to it and they have no idea. That's exactly what happened to you. Well, first you laugh, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> then you have to start the conversation so about you, drugs. You I don't know. Them? Like hmm. I, I did. I'm like, this. sorry, this is why you can't have this. So what was it? A pot sticker? Is that what they're called? The the things that you put on pop the back? Pop socket. Pop sticker. Pop socket. <laughs> yeah. Pot stickers are really yummy though. Uh, pop socket. So it goes on the back of your phone and she got one for her cell and it has like marijuana leaves on she it. Pi- she picked it out and she didn't know what it was, obviously. She's Pretty 12. leaves. Yeah. Plants. Beautiful, right? Yeah. They kind of look like palm trees. Kind of, sort of. Did she accept the explanation that you gave her though? Yes. Okay, good. See, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would have told her. I'd been like, oh, go ahead, just enjoy that. Maybe it helped get her some well, street cred. Who knows? Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, my thing was, is what if like a teacher or a coach or something, you know, saw the phone and is like, wait a minute, uh, excuse me. I get it. Well, we'll dig into that with Telly. I'm curious what Telly Hughes has to say about this conundrum that you ran into over the weekend. Michelle Richards here, and Brandon is at the dugout. At the stadium, let's check in with him. We'll do it in one minute. We'll find out now everything we need to know about the Arizona Diamondbacks, when they play, how it's going to go, all that in one minute. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Playoff baseball is officially back in Milwaukee after finishing off the regular season with a 4-0 win over the Chicago Cubs on Sunday afternoon. Our Milwaukee Brewers, Welcome in the Arizona Diamondbacks for the wildcard round beginning on Tuesday in a best of three series. The Diamondbacks backpedaling a bit as of late, losing their last four games of the regular season while only scoring three runs over that stretch. Game one of the best of three will begin right here at American Family Field. Believe it or not, tickets are still available. That first pitch is all set for 6.08. Our coverage will begin right here on WTMJ beginning at 5.30. The city of Milwaukee is officially on Dame time. Thousands of Bucks fans helped welcome in the seven-time All-Star Damian Lillard to Milwaukee on Saturday afternoon. This after the team made the blockbuster trade last week, sending out Drew Holiday and Grayson Allen. 
After a quick exit last season in the playoffs, Milwaukee will seek out redemption beginning this week. The Bucks will actually conduct media day later this afternoon and tip off their training camp on Tuesday, along with the start of their preseason on Sunday against the Chicago Bulls. Staying with the association, speaking of Drew Holiday, the Bucks' run at a title will likely have to go through Boston, and those Celtics making a statement of their own, trading for former Buck and All-Star Drew Holiday on Sunday afternoon with the Portland Trailblazers. Boston is sending out a couple of first-round picks, center Robert Williams and guard Malcolm Brogdon. And lastly, to golf, as the Europeans avenge their 19-9 loss two years ago at Whistling Straits to beat the Americans in the 2023 Ryder Cup on Sunday afternoon. Live from American Family Field, I'm Brandon Snide. All right, Brandon, so who's all there? Are, are, are there any uh, VIPs uh, strutting around the stadium this morning? I thought I was the VIP. <laughs> no? So the no, answer I'm is yes. <laughs> yes, no, it's, there's uh, all kinds of people are here, the news crew, uh, radio, TV, getting ready here. It's, it's, you know, Michelle hit on it earlier talking about, you know, being at the ballpark when nobody else is here. It's just a terrific view, staring right now into center field. The field is looking pristine as it always is. Brewed for battle, banners all over. The, the Milwaukee Brewers, National League Central Division champions, once again the, uh, the second time in three years. And you, you can kind of just feel the energy right when you walk in here, right? They're greeting you at the yeah. door. Bernie Brewer's at the team store. Uh, I got to go over there and get my, uh, my photo there with, uh, with Bernie Brewer. Um, so it, it's, it, it's just an exciting time to be a Milwaukee Brewers fan. You know, tickets are still available for games one and two and three, obviously, if necessary. It's, it's, uh, it doesn't, you know, it, it, we, we're a little spoiled here, Eric, over the last, you know, five or six years, you know, getting to the playoffs a handful of times. But we have to soak this in. This is uh, truly special. And uh, it's an exciting time to be a Brewers fan, that's for sure. So ticket sales uh, are going as they've been going, but it's definitely going to help now that we know the start time. And I, I think we got a great start sure. time, 6.08 both Monday or Tuesday and Wednesday. That's fantastic. Yeah, you couldn't ask working, for a better right. start time. And it, yeah, and it looks like we're going to get, you know, the Brewers, Craig Council played it terrifically, uh, resting the starters that he did. Looks like you're going to get Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, and Freddie Peralta if necessary. Arizona, not so much. They're going to be relying on their number three starter, uh, Zach Gallen, on short rest, so he's not going to be able to go in game one. So a great opportunity for Milwaukee to jump up on, you know, 1-0 lead on Arizona in that opening game on Tuesday night. But, yeah, it's terrific atmosphere. And, look, you know, the weather, you know, the weather gods have blessed us with summer weather in October. Mm-hmm. The weather is fantastic. Mm-hmm. 70 degrees already this morning. So uh, it's going to be a great time if you have the, you know, a, you know, can do it. Get out to the ballpark and support the Brewers. It's going to be a terrific time, and I anticipate a, a longer playoff run than we're used to. Brandon Snyder's now going to go down the slide. Who's going to stop him? <laughs> uh, so we got the first pitch, Bob. Break U- my forearm. <laughs> Euchre throws out the first pitch tomorrow, Wednesday. The uh, the crowd favorite, Niger Morgan from 2011, will throw out the first pitch Wednesday. Thank you, Brandon. Check back in here at 6:45. All right, how many calories are in a Curter Burger? <laughs> 790. Okay, so it's not like thousands. <laughs> it's fine. I, I will try. I'm going to try it. All right, all right, let me know. The newest season of the Fox reality competition Lego Masters is coming, and it features a master builder with a local connection. Like many kids who grew up building Lego, Milwaukee native Paul Wellington still remembers his first set. I was roughly three or four years old. It was a city set. I'm not sure what it was exactly anymore, but it was a city set. You'd figure the opportunity to build Lego on national TV would be a dream come true for anyone who grew up playing with the iconic building blocks. 
It certainly would be for me, but Wellington tells WTMJ it's been a case of bad timing. I was not able to actually apply due to job and family commitments. Wellington, who posts his creations to the photo-sharing website Flickr, says the production team for the show actually reached out to him. They've actually reached out to me every single season. May of last year, I moved to Ohio, Cincinnati, and I asked for a job. Can I apply for the show, and they allowed me to apply, and I happened to get on the show. The UW-Milwaukee graduate has worked in social media for libraries since he finished up school, first in his hometown and now for the Cincinnati and Hamilton County Public Library. But his first passion, and his master's degree, is architecture. That's reflected in Wellington's many Lego creations. Following the example of his very first set, his building specialty is... Microscale cities. So what I do is take what's in a built world to kind of translate that into a Lego environment, but on a smaller scale. Wellington has built miniature renditions of some local landmarks as well, including Fiserv Forum, the Central Library where he used to work, and the Tripoli Shrine Center on Wisconsin Avenue. He's taking those talents to Los Angeles for the fourth season of Fox's Lego Building Competition Show, Lego Masters, hosted by actor Will Arnett. Lego Masters is back. That's right, season four. And judged by two Lego Group employees called Brickmasters, Amy Corbett and Jamie Berard. The show features teams of two squaring off in timed building challenges. That means Wellington needed a teammate, and he turned to the person he used to play with as a kid, his sister. She's not really built anything since we were both kids, so it's been a long time for her, but I will say she caught on pretty quickly. Wellington and his sister Neolita Nelson have been playing with Lego since they were children, an experience I could somewhat share. Yeah, I don't know if I would have recruited my sister to uh, help <laughs> me, although because she spent most of my childhood knocking down the things I would build. Ah, uh, I see, I see. Yeah, that's always a problem there. The siblings teamed up to face the challenges handed down by Arnett, which the official description of the show says will include a NASA-themed episode, a treehouse challenge, and a Lego dog show. Wellington says the hardest adjustment was... Being under a timed environment, we had a moment where we just would not talk <laughs> because it's just very high tension, uh, we're tired. You'll have to tune in on Thursdays to see how the dynamic duo fares as they compete for $100,000 the title of Lego Masters, and a trophy, of course, built out of Lego. With intense jealousy, Wyatt Barmore Pooley, WTMJ News. Good stuff, Wyatt. Thank you. 626 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Citing Unlimited WTMJ News Time 636. We know when they play and who they play, so how's it going to go at American Family Field? Brandon Snide is there live this morning. We check in with him at 645. Eric Taylor Swift making waves, showing up at another Chiefs game over the weekend. This time, she brought some of her celebrity friends. Taylor Swift blew up social media and caused another fan frenzy for a second Sunday, this time at MetLife Stadium, where she showed up with some celebrity friends to watch the Kansas City Chiefs take on the New York Jets. Ladies and gentlemen, the Eras Tour continues. Taylor Swift is in the building. And the league can thank Swifties. Her rumored romance with tight end Travis Kelsey has caused NFL ratings and ticket sales to skyrocket. According to StubHub, this Jets game was the second highest selling game of the season after its opener. Lower level resales were going for as much as $9,000. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Yeah, I, I, it's no joke. The uh, The ratings have skyrocketed. Like the, If you look at the numbers just from last week's game, they saw like a 60% increase in female viewership. So if she wants to keep coming to the games, the NFL is going to love it. Right. And not only that, but 
Aren't Kelsey's jerseys just yeah, flying off the shelves too? 400% increase or oh something like that. But yeah, so some of those celebs, I don't think Monica mentioned who, who she showed up with, but she was there with Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, yep. Hugh Jackman, yep. Sophie Turner, and some people that are famous that I don't know. <laughs> also, Aaron Rodgers was there. You know, uh, yeah. So a couple of divas there, huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there was also a football game, but no one cares about that. It's six thirty-eight. The shutdown denied over the weekend. What happens next? We'll tell you next. Wisconsin's morning news with Vince Vitrano. Vince is back tomorrow. Eric Bilsett along with Michelle Richards. So big weekend in Washington, the president signing into law the stopgap bill to avert a government shutdown that was passed by Congress just hours ahead of a critical midnight deadline Saturday into Sunday. So for now, we had said that potentially there'd be a shutdown. There was an anticipation for a shutdown, but it did not happen. However, it could still be... Inevitable. Yes, it may, it may still be inevitable just because this is just a stopgap. It's just a 45-day thing. So we have ourselves a plan, but it's only going to get us for another month and a half. The plan includes $16 billion in disaster aid relief, but foregoes funding for Ukraine. A non-starter for many House Republicans who instead want to boost border security spending. And New York House Democrat Jamal Bowman is fighting Republican accusations that he was obstructing the House's work after setting off a fire alarm Saturday. Yeah, so he, I'm not quite sure. He, he says it was an innocent mistake. He was rushing to make a house vote, yet there's video of him pulling the fire alarm. I'm not he didn't quite... think it was going to go uh, set the whole building off. Yeah, you, you, I, yeah. anyway. Uh, the other big story, other than the fact that there's some people that want him investigated now for pulling the fire alarm, is what's going on with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and members within his own party. I am relentless, and I will continue to pursue this objective. Florida House Republican Matt Gates threatening to introduce a motion that would allow House members to to eject McCarthy from the speakership with a majority vote. Gates drubbing McCarthy for brokering a deal with Democrats and, quote, not reining in spending. McCarthy says he's determined to keep his gavel. Bring it on. Let's get over with it and let's start governing. Bring it on. So Gates says Kevin McCarthy's going to get his wish. Yeah. So he's going to come after him this week and see if he can get a majority vote to oust the Speaker of the House. For working together. <laughs> for, for doing their business. Yeah, so 45-day uh, stopgap. We'll be back at it again in November. 644, Brandon Snide, live from American Family Field. Next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Off the Chicago Cubs with the 4-0 win on Sunday. The Milwaukee Brewers will now shift their focus to the wild card round beginning on Tuesday evening. The crew will welcome in the Arizona Diamondbacks for a best of three series. All of those games, game three if necessary, will be held here at American Family Field. Game one is scheduled for tomorrow night. That first pitch is set for 6-08. After the Bucs made the NBA headlines in acquiring Damian Lillard last week, Sunday the Boston Celtics creating their own buzz with the acquisition of former Buck guard Drew Holiday. Boston sending away Robert Williams, Malcolm Brogdon, and two first-round picks for the former All-Star guard. Bucks will begin training camp on Thursday with their first preseason game on Sunday against the Chicago Bulls. And lastly, sad news out of Major League Baseball as Tim Wakefield, the former knuckleball, knuckleball workhorse for Boston who helped win the 20. 20- 
2003 World Series with the Boston Red Sox, has passed away following a battle with brain cancer. He was just 57 years old. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. For the fifth time in six seasons, our Milwaukee Brewers are postseason bound. The crew is all set to take on the Arizona Diamondbacks beginning this week, and while scrolling through social media over the weekend, I quickly realized that I had seen far too much fear out of Brewers fans with an upcoming matchup in this wild card round, especially against a team who has backed into the playoffs, losing their last four games. Look, there is no doubt about it. Any matchup from here on out will be a tough test, as it should be. This is playoff baseball. I have news for you, though. If you're feel fearful of what's to come in the wild card round, what do you expect in the following rounds in the NLDS or even the NLCS? The Braves and Dodgers will be no pushover. For any series, I will simply make the choice to choose this Brewer starting rotation over any other rotation in all of baseball. Yes, I said that. Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta, with a healthy dose of Devin Williams, can and will shut down any offense on a good day. With the playoffs ready to begin tomorrow here in Milwaukee, give me those three in any order against any other starting rotation in all of Major League Baseball. Matt Arnold, the general manager of this playoff baseball team, has built a team to win and a roster to compete in October. The offense is ready to rock. The pitching, as just described, is the best in the bigs, and skipper Craig Council is a man on a mission with lots to prove. Look, you don't accidentally win 92 games in a single season without a slight doubt that this team is built to win. When the lights come on Tuesday night, the whole world will finally get to see what Milwaukee has been brewing all season long. <laughs> Wisconsin's Morning News with Vince Vetrano. Vince is back tomorrow. Eric Bilstead here along with Michelle Richards joining us on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline. Is Telly Hughes from 101.7 The Truth. All right, Telly, you got to hear this story. So, Michelle, please explain what's going on with your middle schooler. All right. So, yes, my middle schooler just got her first cell phone, and she just turned 12 this past weekend. And a well-meaning relative, okay, it was my mom, um, gave her kind of free reign on Amazon and said, okay, pick out some phone accessories. So, you know, those pop socket things that you put on the back of your phone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she picks one out. My mom orders it. We get it. She shows it to me. I, I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. It's pot leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she has no so? idea what it is. She has no clue what it is. Um, and actually, one of her friends kind of pointed out, like, hey, you might want to show your mom because she sent her a picture and her mom saw it. And she texted her and said, it's marijuana leaves. And my kid didn't even know how to pronounce marijuana. Sure. So, like, obviously, she has no clue. But I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't know what marijuana is, but she's walking around with Dr. Dre's chronic <laughs> album. Uh, <laughs> yes. So as a cell phone. Uh, so here's the, here's the thing that I'm I I don't know if I would have done the same thing, Telly. So Michelle, you actually talked to her about it and I explained did. it. I did. I had to have a conversation with her. Well, because my thinking was like, what if another adult? What if a teacher at school sees this? What if her coach looks at it? I'm going to yeah. get some phone calls. She's going to have to do a drug test. Like, no, we're not going there. <laughs> what would you have done, Tell? Uh. Boy, that is a good question. Uh, I don't know if I would have explained what marijuana was. I think I probably would have just left it at 
this is not a good look. And, uh, <laughs> but, um, boy, that is, that is very interesting because uh, when you put in those situations where you are thrust to have a conversation before you really wanted to, Right, and uh, so it's like, okay, what do I say? What, how do I go about this? And, and so, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure how I would have handled that one, but uh, boy, that's a that's a very interesting <laughs> one because, again, she had no idea what it was. She probably just thought it was, oh, it's a leak, yeah, uh, you know, whatever. That's uh, nice. Yeah, you probably don't want to be rolling around representing that, though. <laughs> well, so what did you do with it? Do you still have it? Is it on your phone though? Uh, no, no, it's not. Let me just <laughs> hide yeah, my phone. I was going to ask, did you let her keep it after the conversation? No, it's going to go back. It's going to go back and we'll find okay. something with, you know, actual Maybe flowers like or palm or... trees. <laughs> you know, it's funny though, like this is, this happened, this has been going on since kids were invented. Since, since children were around, which has been forever, there, there's always been that innocent, like, accidental thing. I'm mm-hmm. sure I was listening to music or singing lyrics to songs that I had no idea what they really meant when I was a kid. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I, I think that um, there were times where, especially when rap music was just starting to get on the scene and it was almost, like, forbidden, like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe, I, you know, they're saying that and I'm able to listen. And so you do have that moment where, you feel like your innocence is compromised, and and boy, uh, having to explain a, a marijuana leaf uh, <laughs> phone case at twelve thirteen, boy, that's yeah, that's interesting. But <laughs> and of course, we're all dying laughing when this is happening. Right? Yeah, you got to act like you know what you're talking about. Like you have to, you have to have that power, but you're in the in the inside. You don't even really care about it. <laughs> All right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Telly, you have yourself a good week. you got a show to do. All right. Thank you very much. Telly Hughes from 1017 The Truth at 657. Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> I just kind of want to let this one play a bit. This is uh, Michelle Richards' daughter's favorite song. <laughs> <laughs>